the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show, and I'm just so grateful to be with you today. Uh, it's a great day in the neighborhood. If you remember Mr. Rogers, I do. You know, if you haven't uh, done any research on him and his story, it's pretty amazing what he accomplished and, you know, the whole reason for what he did and just his whole motivation was pretty amazing when I started learning about it. I, my kids grew up with him, and uh, but I didn't know his background, so it's kind of interesting. Anyway, um, thank you so much for joining in today on the Sue Free Show. And today we're going to be talking about Basque in the luxury what is she talking about so have you ever felt fully understood and have you ever felt unconditionally loved today i opened up jesus calling sarah young uh enjoying his peace and his presence and um this is what it says i'm going to read it from the book bask in the luxury of being fully understood and unconditionally loved dare to see yourself as I see you, this is Jesus talking to you, radiant in my righteousness, cleansed by my blood, I view you as the one I created you to be, the one you will be in actuality when heaven becomes your home. It is my life within you that is changing you from glory to glory. Rejoice in this mysterious miracle. Thank me continually for the amazing gift of my spirit within you. Try to depend on the help of of the Spirit as you go through this day of life. Pause briefly from time to time so you can consult with this Holy Spirit, one inside you. He will not force you to do his bidding, but he will guide you as you give him space in your life. Walk along this wondrous way of collaboration with my Spirit. And here's some scripture to back up what was just said. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That's 2 Corinthians 5.21. But we all, with unveiled faces, beholding as in the mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. That's 2 Corinthians 3.18. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. And that's Galatians 5.25. So what does that all mean? You know, when I think about it, and I'm getting beat up, okay? Have you ever felt beat up, you know, just going through life, going through each day? There's battles. There's things going on, and you're just feeling overwhelmed. I know I do. Quite often, I just feel overwhelmed, and I have to put things in perspective. I had to get grounded in something to where I feel like, in the grand scheme of things, how important is this thing that's really got me in turmoil right now? How important is it to the big picture? 
And when I do that, it seems to calm me down. And then when I start thinking about who I am in Christ and that I was made in his image and that he has me, it kind of really calms me down, makes me less anxious. And I think it's important for us to realize that the Lord does fully understand and he does unconditionally love us. So often in this day with these relationships that we have in our lives, we feel misunderstood, don't we? And how frustrating is it when you feel misunderstood? I know for me, it's like, I just feel like if they really understood where I'm coming from, they wouldn't be responding this way. Or, you know, if they really truly loved me for who I am, then would they be treating me or talking to me that way? Have you ever felt like that? Have you ever had those words go through in your mind and that conversation you're having with yourself? Psalm 34, verse 4, those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. Are you radiant or do you feel ashamed? Which is it? You know, do you feel comfortable with who you are? Do you, do you just understand how special you are that he made you, that he created you and that you just, you have a purpose on this world and you're very valuable to him? Or do you feel like the choices you've made have caused you to be shamed and maybe feel unforgiven? Or maybe you haven't been able to forgive yourself for decisions that you've made, failures that you've had. But he's telling you that he loves you no matter what. He loves you no matter what. And that when you understand his glory, that you can radiate that glory through just understanding who you are in him. Dare to see yourself as Jesus sees you radiant in his righteousness and cleansed by his blood. These words, my dear friends, are not just poetic verses. They are a profound invitation to experience the incredible grace of God. Grace, that word grace. I was hoping my daughter would would, uh, name one of her daughters Grace, or at least a middle name Grace. Um, And Grace, the acronym for Grace, is God's riches at Christ's expense. And isn't that so true? But us, when we give grace, how does that feel when you give a person grace? How does it feel? For me, it feels really good. And, you know, even if that person doesn't even understand the magnitude of the sacrifice of that grace, it still feels good internally inside our spirit. So what does it mean to bask in the luxury of being fully understood and unconditionally loved? Number one, the first way is to speak kindly with ourselves and others. I talk a lot about our words and how powerful and impactful they are and that we have to check ourselves sometimes. You know, we can hear ourselves speak and sometimes we have to ask ourselves, is this positive towards us or others or is this something that's tearing yourself down? Is it tearing somebody else down? And can we make a change there? Sure we can. We have to make a choice inside our minds to say, I'm going to hold each word, each thought captive, and I'm going to evaluate it. You know, is this on the good pile or is this on the bad pile? Is this something I could change? And what would I change it with? If, if If you're saying things that are pulling you down or putting you down, which we think it's nothing, but our brain doesn't compute the nothing part. It just hears what we say, both in our thought process and out of our mouths. So let's be mindful of that. Can we? Can we be mindful? Because I can tell you that it does make a difference. Proverbs 12.25, worry weighs us down. A cheerful word picks us up. Isn't that true? And when we worry, does it really make a difference in anything? I know as a mother, now as a grandparent, 
that I have to remind myself that worry doesn't do anything good. It doesn't help anyway, except for cause uh, anxiousness, cause us to feel sick in our stomach, um, get our nerves and our heart rate up. Uh, all of those things are not positive to our health and our well-being. So how, you know, it says, you know, the Bible says to be anxious for nothing. The Lord says be, na- be anxious for nothing, but in everything with prayer, right? Bring it all to him. Our words have very powerful effects, and we can use our words for good or evil. It's so true, isn't it? Why not use our words for good? Is there a story that you could think of right now that you could remember where, you know, either way, you know, you could tell a story either way. I can tell you that a story of mine is when I broke my leg in a million pieces, and the surgeons had to put me back together again, and they had good news and they had bad news, and they told me both, and um, you know, I'm a competitive dancer. Any of those that know me um, at all know that I, I dance competitively. And I also now I'm back up on a horse again because that's how I broke my leg. And it took me 12 years to get back up and get back on. But I did and I am and I'm, I'm feeling good about that. But during the time of healing, I couldn't do very much at all, uh, of anything at all. I had to keep my weight off the leg. So I had crutches, sure. Um, I could get around a little bit. But on the most part, I had my leg up and couldn't put weight on my foot at all. And I didn't even know how I was going to be able to walk. And the doctor said before the surgery happened that there is a possibility, Sue, that you will end up with a club foot or that the the surgery won't go the way we are thinking it will. And it could be that you might not be able to walk. And if you can't walk, obviously my mind is saying, well, if I can't walk, then I can't dance. And if I can't dance, then I can't ski. And if I can't, you know, so there was a lot of things that I do and that I enjoy so very much and have a lot of passion for that I wasn't going to be able to do. And so I chose, where I'm going with this is this, this is my story, is that I chose to speak only healing over myself, my mind, and my leg. And when people say, well, how's your bad leg or, you know, how's it coming along? And I'll say, I'm getting better every day. There was nothing outwardly that would say I was getting better every day. But internally, inside my mind, I told my mind, I told my leg that it was getting better. And guess what? I am fully recovered. It's a miracle. And I think a lot of it had to do with my mindset and my way of speaking over the situation. And so this is one story I can tell you that our mind is very powerful and our words tell our mind what to think. (laughs) So we need to think about that. Number two, it means recognizing that God knows us better than we know ourselves. If he created us, then of course he knows us better than we know ourselves. How many times have you said to yourself, you know, you, you have a reaction, you have this knee jerk reaction or you have this reaction over something that happens and it triggered something? That word trigger is really big for me these days. It's really interesting. Um, this trigger thing. But uh, I find myself over the years, I'll say, wow, where did that come from? I mean, you know, what, what caused that? And it was a trigger. And then I have to roll back the clock or roll back my, my movie in my, in my own head of, you know, when did that begin? And what, what was that all about? And it's very interesting if we take time to just really think about things and how we are responding or reacting and what's causing these emotions that that move up have you ever had where your emotions are in your your throat i have and i have to take note when that happens when i get so emotional that i feel like my heart is right in my throat and i can hardly swallow can any of you relate you know it's like the holy spirit and your body is telling you pay attention right now pay attention to what's happening in you because there's something there that needs to be processed just process it It's amazing. 
Our bodies are amazing. They really are. And guess who created them? First Corinthians 8, 3. But whoever loves God is known by God. He understands our weaknesses, our flaws, and our fears, yet he loves us anyway. He loves us unconditionally anyway. Have you ever had a, a story where you could illustrate God's profound understanding there? Can you remember a story that you could tell? Because, you know, we all have a story, don't we? We all have messes that God wants to make into messages. What's your story? I'd like to hear from you. This is the Sue Free Show. Sue Free's. Spelt like fries, com. I'd love for you to connect with me. I would love for, to hear your story. Maybe this story is something that our listeners need to hear. So connect with me by going to Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. And uh, there's an email process there. Just send the information in. I'll respond back. Nobody reads but me. So it's safe there. And uh, we can talk about your story and, and just see if it, it would be a good story to be telling to the listeners that are on the air because we need hope. We all do. And as long as there's breath, there's hope. I have to remind myself and others of this this fact that sometimes we just feel like everything is hopeless, like the sun's not going to come new, up new each morning, like I just can't get through right now. I mean, I just I can't get out of bed or I, I just I, I can't do anything. I'm just totally paralyzed because I just feel so emotionally beat up. Is that you? Is that you right now? Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up this person to you right now. You know who it is. Lord, I just ask that you just put your, your hedge of protection around this person and bring people into this person's life so that this person can understand that, that you're there, that your presence is known, Lord. You know all things. And I just ask that you come to, the, to this aid, this person right now, through another person. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He sees us through the lens of his righteousness, not our mistakes. Do you know that? He doesn't, he doesn't see us through our mistakes. There's so many people that just feel unworthy. I know I was one of them. I felt so unworthy because of decisions and things that have happened to me over my life. And it wasn't until I got healed and understood his glory and his grace that I felt forgiven and I could, forgiven my, I could forgive myself. And maybe that's you right now. Maybe there's unforgiveness in your heart for other people that have wronged you. Or maybe it's that you need to forgive yourself for decisions that you've made. You know, that was then. This is now. We need to focus on the present and, uh, you know, plan for the future. First Corinthians one thirty. he only sees the righteousness of his son when he looks at me. Okay, this is this is you. I mean, he sees... His son through you. It's like you are created in his image. And he loves you. He loves you. And he wants to be part of your life. He wants to be a bigger part of your life. He wants to be more. You know, he says, seek me first. He wants to seek you. He wants us to put him first in all things. Just, you know, and and then he wants us to love thy neighbor as thyself. And we all know who's our neighbor. Everyone. Everyone is our neighbor. It doesn't have to be someone that has a house next to yours or a condo or an apartment. Your neighbor is anyone that you come in contact with, anyone that you, anybody. So just understand that. So what does it mean? It means embracing the truth that in Christ there is no condemnation, no shame, only acceptance and grace. Take that in, would you? Take that in for yourself. There's no condemnation. No matter what you've done, he, he still loves you. There's no shame. He's not going to shame you. He doesn't see you that way. 
and only acceptance and grace. He accepts you with his grace. So number four is we are God's beloved children clothed in the righteousness of Christ. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. That's Isaiah 61. We are not defined by our past sins or our present struggles. Instead, we are defined by our identity in Christ. Ask yourself, what is your identity in Christ? Do you have one? If somebody says, who are you? What do you say? I can remember crying out to God a long time ago. I think I was still in high school. And second story, middle bedroom, middle child. And I remember crying out, looking up to the ceiling, to the skies, to the heavens, and saying, God, why am I here? Who am I? And why am I here? And it's taken a lot of years for me to understand his grace, his mercy, and his unconditional love for me. And my job, my desire, is for you, listener, to understand and experience what I know to be true. And it, the experience is going to be different for you because he's, he's created us differently, hasn't he? And that's so great, right? We all bleed the same, but we're all different. And that's a good thing. As we walk along this wondrous way of collaboration with the Spirit, let us remember that the Holy Spirit is not a force that compels us, but a gentle guide. A gentle guide. See, he's not going to scream and yell and, and yank you up and you know grab your hand. He's going to wait for you to lift your hands up to him. He's going to wait for you to ask him into your heart because he's a gentle man. He's a gentleman. So you need to understand that he gave us freedom of choice for a reason. He doesn't want to force himself on you, just like people should not force themselves on you. It has to be a choice that we make, that we want to be with this person, that we want to be where we are. It's our choice. Now, hopefully we make the right decision and we make the right choice. And the right choice, according to the Bible, would be to choose him and to follow his, his, his scriptures um, understand the rule book of life, which is the Bible. It says, do not quench the spirit. The Holy Spirit is constantly trying to help us. But if we are not listening to the words being spoken to us, we can quench or become deaf to the spirit. He respects our free will and waits for us to invite him into our lives. He waits. He waits for us. He waits for us to make a choice. You're listening to the Sue Free Show. Sue Free, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. Connect with me, please. Let me know what's going on in your life if you need prayer. If you need any resources at all, just connect with me so that I, I um, can connect back with you. So um, pause briefly from time to time to consult with this Holy One inside you. Seek his guidance, listen to his whispers, and let him lead you in the path of righteousness. In conclusion, dear listeners, let us bask in the luxury of being fully understood and unconditionally loved by the creator of the universe. Doesn't that sound beautiful? Doesn't it absolutely sound beautiful? Can you imagine that the creator of everything knows your name and wants a personal relationship with you? No matter who you are, you are seen and loved by God. Never forget that. So, 
in in um, summary, practice basking in his truth by speaking kindly to yourself and to others, recognizing God's knowledge. God sees you as washed clean by the blood of Jesus, remembering you are clothed in righteousness and collaborating with the Spirit. Through these practices, you can truly bask in the luxury of being cherished by the Almighty, experience his understanding and his unconditional love. He wants that for you, and Sufri's wants that for you, too, because it's just so important. And I just personally cannot imagine not having the relationship with him, not knowing that he never sleeps. I mean, knowing that he never sleeps and knowing that he's always there for me. If I didn't have that going through the things that I go through, as I know you go through things, too, it just I can't imagine not having him to lean on to talk to to pray with it's just so important to the full picture of of my life and i just want you to know that see i'm i'm a mom i have two kids if you're new to this i've got tyson who works with me at ecola and then i've got tiana who's a mother of three and her oldest is four if you can get a, a gist of that that's a lot in four years and um, amazing two little girls that are just simply adorable and personality plus and a five-month-old that's just coming into his own and man the biggest brightest blue eyes you've ever seen in your life it's just uh, amazing and I just feel so blessed to have those children and grandchildren to um, spend time with and connect with and then I've got um, two sisters and I've got a company called Ecola Termite and Pest Control, and we are looking for people. If you know anybody that is looking for a career, not a job, I would love to talk with you. We've got seven offices covering from San Diego to San Luis Obispo, and uh, we are hiring. And we need good people with a great attitude. Um, you know, we can teach the skill set, but we can't teach attitude. So. Attitude of gratitude is what we're looking for, and um, your attitude determines your altitude with our company and I think in life. So uh, if you're interested in that, just call Ecola or check out termitelady.com and reach out there, and we'll be happy to talk to you there. So seven offices I was talking about, San Diego, uh, Santa Maria, Orange County, uh, Oxnard, uh, Reno Valley, uh, Minifee and uh, L.A., uh, Mission Hills, and uh, I think that was it. Yeah, Oxnard, I said. Yeah, so those are our seven offices, and we do termite, we do pest control, we do rodent exclusions, and we do insulation. So if anybody out there is wondering if they need uh, more energy saving in their attic, uh, you can call us about that. And if you hear little pitter-patters in your attic, this is a big time for rodents. You know, this time of year the year of Thanksgiving and, and Christmas, I have to tell you this is rodent season because they don't like to get wet either and they like to stay dry. And so they usually find their home in an attic. It could be your attic. And they do things in there that you don't want to have up there because when you turn your heater on, the, the air rotates and their um, fecal matter turns into powder and then it's coming down into your living quarters and you're going to be breathing that. And that's really not good to be breathing that. So so just know that we are here for you, and Ecola Termite and Pest Control and the Sue Free Show has been on the air for 14 years, and it goes a lot of different places, uh, a lot of different stations, 
uh, Christian country and secular. And uh, I'm just very thankful for the 14 years and hopefully we're going to just keep going. So be a blessing to someone each and every day. And we will be right back for part two. Have you noticed more insects or rodents in your yard or maybe in your home? Warmer weather means it's mating season. Hey there, cutie. What's your sign? Hi, this is Sue Freeze of Ecola Termite Pest Control, but you can call me the Termite Lady. And I'm Tyson Freeze, manager at Ecola. When pests start mating, they start looking for food supplies. Your pantry, your garage, and a quick infestation can cost hundreds in tainted food. You don't want pests in your house. We know how to find and eliminate them before they can settle in. Call us for our free pestimate at 877-332-BUGS. New customers get $50 off any initial treatment. Pests hate that we make our service so affordable. Don't let insects and rodents move in. Call E. Cola now, 877-332-BUGS. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. E. Cola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. E. Cola, 877-332-BUGS. TermiteLady.com. What would you do if your two-year-old child simply stopped breathing? The day businesswoman and author Sue Freeze discovered her son had developed life-threatening asthma, her life changed forever, sending her on a path of learning, discovery, and environmental activism. Sue's book, Learning to Breathe, chronicles her amazing life-and-death battle for her son Tyson's life, a how-to manual for parents of children with asthma. Revealing the secret causes, surprising cures, and the untold truth about harmful indoor allergens. Written with the passion of a loving mother, wisdom of a successful businesswoman, and deep spiritual devotion, learning to breathe is a hero's journey for the parent in all of us. If your child suffers from asthma, this must-read book could save your child's life. Learning to Breathe by author Sue Freeze, available on Amazon, or log on to SueFreeze.com. That's SueFreeze.com. SueFreeze.com. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining The Sue Freeze Show. And I'm not here by myself today. Yay! I've got a special guest with me today. His name is Aaron. He just wants to go by Aaron. And he's with California Deluxe Windows. And he's also known as Mr. Liquid Wood. So I just want to welcome you on the show. Thank you, Sue. It's great to be here. I met you one time in passing in the studio. I was done with my show. You were coming in, and we introduced each other, and then here we are now. Yes, because I listened to your show, Yes, and I thought to myself, wow, that's amazing. That's <laughs> not what I expected to a bug lady or a termite lady. And I have yes. to tell you, just suggestion. I look at your business card and said, termite lady. Mm-hmm. And I thought, no, it should be sunshine lady. Aww, thank it you. should be good day lady. <laughs> it should be anything except termites. Because you. your show was really wonderful. It Aww. encouraged me to think more. It was about faith. It was about love. It was about optimism. And I said, wait a second, optimism. That's my trademark. I talk about optimism all the time and how to be happy in this incredible crazy world. So I want to ask you, I know I'm not allowed because you're interviewing me, but since we're going to improvise, and today it's a little bit different, so I want to ask you, how is that that you transitioned from your work element Mm -hmm. to 
the show that talks about all the good things in life, mm-hmm. everything that possibly can bring people together, encourage them to live, to love, and not to pay that much attention to this crazy world out there. That's such a good question, and I'm so glad that you asked that because it's not really a transition for me because for me it's all one thing. I am one person. I'm the real deal. And how I am on the station is how I am. You know, I'm not perfect. None of us are. But In I, my eyes, you're perfect. Oh, thank you. With the headphones, oh, with a big God. microphone. Thank you. With a big smile, yeah. you look perfect. Gosh darn. Thank you so much. But um, seriously, the Lord's brought me through so many, many issues in my life, and he's also brought me through them completely. And so I know that I wouldn't be who I am if it wasn't for all those circumstances that I've gone through. And I say this to the listeners because sometimes we feel overwhelmed. We feel like we just can't get through it, and I've been there. And the only thing that got me through was knowing that there was going to be another day, that as long as there's breath, there's hope, and that the Lord brought me through it, brought people into my life that helped me get through it. And now that I'm through it, I say that God makes messages out of messes, right? And we all have messes in our lives. So for me, I think he gave me the gift of encouragement and inspiration. And so I just want to encourage people to be all that God has created you to be, because I think people, they fall short. They just don't realize what they're made of. They don't realize who created them. And when they do get that, when I got that, it changed my life for me to realize that I was valuable and then I could be forgiven, and I did have grace. And I want everybody to know that they have that available to them, too. Well, looking at you, I cannot imagine what you could have done to be <laughs> forgiven. Yes. But that's very, very important, what you just said, because most people think that somebody else's life is perfect. Mm-hmm. They read about that. They look at this, and they say, how come I am so unfortunate? Mm-hmm. And, you know, to find the essence of your own life and to find strength to overcome difficulties because I have news for you. Are you listening? Nobody's life is perfect. No. Nobody. No. And it takes, like, certain strength and beliefs and faith in kind of making your life a little bit better. And, you know, I always say gratitude helps. Oh, so much. It's so much. And I started to discover that a lot of people now saying that. And I always say it's great to wake up in the morning and be grateful for everything you have. And, and, you know, especially now when the world is crazy out there. It is crazy out there. But in the Bible it says, in all things give thanks. In the good, the bad, the indifferent. In all things give thanks. That's true. But, you know, not so many people around are believers, and especially young people. You know why this chaos, why this unhappiness? Because they stop believing in anything. Right. They just look at the telephone and think the life is out there in the telephone. And it's actually, I feel always, no, I don't feel discouraged. I feel encouraged that there are still good people, and you're one of them. And because when I heard what you had to say, I think this message really helps. I just hope that more people listen. I pray for that myself. I pray that more people, you know, that they find it, they have favor, and, you know, that the favor is on their ears. And that not only hearing, because it's not in the hearing, it's in the doing. It's in making a choice, a decision to change ways, to think differently, to speak differently to ourselves and to others. That's what my show was. And before you came in, I was right. talking about that. Okay. Well, I hope yeah. I didn't interrupt you. Not at all. Because the idea is to develop it even more. Yes. You know, people always, I, I have this great example. You remember it was this motivational, he still is, but he's not as 
as big today. Roberts, I think his name was Joe Roberts or mm. something. Okay. Oh, he had thousands of thousands of people coming to his seminars. Maybe they were paying three to five thousand dollars to be with him for three, four days mm-hmm. and learn how to change their lives. Mm-hmm. And one day I was interviewing him and I asked, so Joe, how many people you think after those three thousand that were in your seminar, how many of them listened and actually changed their lives? Mm-hmm. He said, maybe three, maybe five. Mm-hmm. I said, that's it. It's very difficult to make people change their life. But that's the only solution. Yeah. Because if they dwell in what's unhappy, it's terrible. Right. So that's why I feel that happiness or optimism, no matter what else is happening, it all lives in your head. Mm-hmm. That's you true. actually program yourself. So are you, are you thinking Oral Roberts? Is that who you're thinking no, of? No, no. Oral Roberts. Roberts was a preacher yeah. who was on Club he, 700 right. and all okay. that. Okay. I just no, was no. wondering. Because it was Rob- if you look up on yeah. Google after when you have time, you will find he was like motivational speaker to the stars. He was doing all these seminars. The only reason I brought it up is because everybody wants to improve their lives, but nobody is actually doing anything. Right. I don't know if everybody wants to improve their lives. I think people complain, and I, I know people like this, that they complain about the life they've been given and don't realize they have the ability to make changes that can change their life. And it's the things we do every day that make the difference. It's not this big, catastrophic decision we make. It's normally the little habits that we do every day, like coffee. You know, buying coffee for 5 $6 a gallon. I mean, gallon, I'm thinking gallon. gas. I wish. I was thinking of gas, but 5 $6 <laughs> a cup of coffee versus making a pot at home. You know, it's simple changes that we make in our lives that can make a difference in their financial stability, in their mental stability on things that they say, don't say people they hang with right right That's very it's good all point. of those but things but you know where it starts a decision in my view house. It starts with stopping to compare yourself to everybody else. Oh, that's so true. That's because really good. Because the thing is, and they compare themselves and say, right. how come they – Right. Everything looks good on the outside. On the outside <laughs> with somebody else. Yes. They don't know that all the big stars have even bigger problems than you mm-hmm. do. They just don't talk about that. Right. And people look at this. So the first thing that I believe, you have to stop comparing yourself to anybody else. That's very good advice, listeners out there. We don't compare. We're different for a reason. You're listening to Aaron, Mr. Liquid Wood. He has a show. Yes, on, on Saturday, 6 p.m. on KRLA, yes. 870, the answer. Yeah, so listen to him, too. I think it's great. And he also does California Deluxe Windows. And, you know, it's interesting, the windows, just to get a little bit of work yes. uh, on this thing, is, is that a lot of the times people, when they're fixing their homes and everything, they don't do things in the proper order. And since we're in this month, that there's a lot of honey-do lists out there, right? And there's things that need to get done before the family people come over for the holidays. And I always tell people, do things in the right order. Now, this goes for personal life. This goes for business. This goes for any area of your life. Do things in the right order. And for for termite and windows and painting, there is an order. So termites, they're inside the wood, so you'd want to correct the termites that are in the wood, kill them, get them terminated before you put new windows in. And then after that would be painting and doing all those other things. So there is an order for everything. And so you probably, your people. I'm surprised you're so knowledgeable in that because. 43 years in the business. I better be. So I will, we'll talk about business now for a couple of minutes. Okay, just for a couple. Now after we made everybody a little bit happier. (laughs) 
<laughs> and a little bit more optimistic. Hopefully. Hopefully. We yes. will also tell them that and I will I want to ask you, I we always we have a company policy that if we discover that there is termites, we always tell them first you have to fix the termites That's so problem. Good. I'm glad you tell them that. Yeah, we tell them because yeah. it makes no sense to right. put new windows and then discover that your yeah. house is being eaten. By every people. night yes. by termites. <laughs> they don't know that termites come in from the ground every right. night. Right. And the thing is, sometimes we go into multi-million dollar residence, gorgeous, and they want to put most expensive, most gorgeous, most difficult windows. And the frame is completely on the bottom rudder. Mm-hmm. Not rudder, eaten by eaten. termites. They don't know the difference, right. but we pointed to them. Right, and that's so, good. And they actually listened. So that's when I saw that you are also a termite lady mm-hmm. who believes in God and have faith in people and all mm-hmm. that. I said, I will use this opportunity Yay. to ask you. Thank you. Uh, tell me a little bit about the company. Now, there are several ways of killing termites. Do you want to do that on yours or mine? My show, because my, my listeners know about what I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, then if you want to hold idea. that for yours. yeah. Yes, I want. What we're doing here, listeners, is we're interviewing each other. And so mine is right now my show, and I'm interviewing him, Mr. Aaron. And then uh, he's going to interview me on his show, which I haven't been interviewed very often. So this should be really fun. And yes. we do not have any script if you haven't caught on to that yet. It's just kind of impromptu, just talking about whatever comes up. And it's kind of nice. I'm kind of enjoying this. Yes. Thank you. I always thought that, you know, I talk already almost 10 years on the radio mm-hmm. for an hour. It mm-hmm. was half an hour. Now it's an hour, and I don't write scripts. I write like five bullet points, mm-hmm. and then I elaborate mm-hmm. because I like to know about what humans really feel and mm-hmm. really think. And I have to tell you, very few people are capable to talk about business, oh. be in business, and also have a radio show. Right. Because most of the time, that's what people – I go to different radio station, television station for promo, for something, and they say, wait a second, that was easy. Most of the time – I feel the be, same way. That happens right. to me too. Yeah, because I, I'm so grateful that God gave me a gift of gap. Yeah. <laughs> because I never knew that I have it. Oh, For 20 years, I was so hiding under the table yeah. if anybody wanted to talk to me right. because I was terribly embarrassed about my accent. So, Aaron, tell me a little bit about you since this is my show and you said I can just ask you anything. I want to ask you, tell me a little bit about you. Well, I'm male. I, I can tell that. So ask yes. me something specific. Okay. So what was your growing up life like? Oh, Wow. It was very, very different than you can imagine. I lived and worked in seven countries on three continents. I was born in a small, tiny country that is now a member of European Union and NATO, but at the time it was part of the Soviet Union. Mm -hmm. It was Latvia. Mm -hmm. I was born in Riga, Latvia. Mm -hmm. And what's amazing, in the countries where you don't have much wealth, you put all your wealth in your head. You read a lot, you study a lot, you get great education. So when you end up in being different country, like, for example, I worked for several months in Caracas, Venezuela, before it became a crazy place like that, before Hugo Chavez encouraged people to come down the mountains and destroy everything. Mm. I worked in Hong Kong, which was very different. How many languages do you speak? Five. That is amazing. Yeah, no, That's so impressive, amazing. and it's really great, you no, know? It's, you know what? Everybody who came from that part of the world... They're taught English, right? They yeah. taught English, they yeah. taught German, French, different languages. But also, if you already speak three languages at home, uh-huh. 
makes that, it easier. It makes it much easier. My yeah. my wife, who is a fifth generation American, who is actually it's so funny. I was immigrant, just got off the boat, and she's direct descendant of Abraham Clark, hmm. the co-signer of Declaration of Independence. Wow! And the thing is that when we met, I had my vocabulary was twelve and a half words. So she just stared at my mouth, trying to understand what I'm trying to do. And thank God, 45 years later, Aww, with the three kids and, awesome. and everything else, it worked out. That's Although so nobody wonderful. gave us a chance. I already had degree when I arrived to USA, and I was 28 years old when I came to USA. So that was a long time ago. But I wanted degree from American University. Mm-hmm. So I was able to graduate from New York University with a Master's of Fine Arts degree. Hmm. It's funny because my wife Go ahead. took my diploma that was like a dream of my life and cost so much money and effort. And I said, where did you put it? Oh, yeah, I put it on the wall. I said, where? The only place I could find. I said, where? She said, behind the door in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's still there. Wow. So business-wise, how long have you had California Deluxe Windows? 25 years. 25 now. years. I started this company with idea, and this was all my background, all my upbringing. Okay. I don't like to ask people for money mm-hmm. unless I give them something really good. Okay. And That's so good. I decided I'm not going to do anything that everybody else in the industry is doing. I will do everything different. So I asked everybody I know especially women, what do you hate about your windows? And they were saying, well, I opened the window and the spider comes out. I said, okay, I will eliminate spiders. Then they ask, if it's windy, it's rattling, and I think it's going to fall out. So I recreated completely the windows. They are different. Our windows that we manufacture is you cannot buy them anywhere else in the world. It's number one. And number two, they have features that people didn't even imagine windows can do that. Everything except cooking dinner. I'm working on it, but I'm not successful. And what areas does your company cover? We cover it from the north of San Francisco to the south of San Diego. Oh, wow. That's great. Yes. Great coverage. Okay. You that's know our listeners. Yes. <laughs> that will cover our listeners. So that's we good. We cover our listeners. Yes. I feel that if somebody wants our windows, it doesn't matter how far they are. We're going to drive. You know, one time one lady called me, and everybody knows me personally. I'm kind of a owner of the company that wants people to know. I'm not hiding from anybody. Mm-hmm. People, I one day I was sitting at the wedding, and it, with people I never met. And what do you do for a living? I said, ah, I'm working for some company. What company? What? Why? I said, window company. Oh, I wonder which, what's the name? I said, California. Oh, Aaron, we have your windows from 20 years ago. They're great. We, come here, let me hug you. And I said, <laughs> you know what? It's a good sign. Yeah, that is a good sign. Because if people who spend money with you, mm-hmm. usually they hate you because mm-hmm. they had to spend money. And they hugged me after 20 years. I said, okay, I'm doing something right. What is the hardest lesson in business that you've had to learn? That no matter what you do, no matter what you do, some people will love it and some people will not. I did an experiment, and maybe you can relate to this. One guy, contractor, comes in and says, Aaron, I'm a contractor. I can bring you so much work. You will not be able to handle it, but I need windows for my home, and I want a good discount. So I knew 
this is not my customer. I knew right away. So I took the ask person. I don't deal with money. One difference between me and everybody else in the, in the world, in the business, I don't deal with the money. I don't even have a password to the bank account. I, I have independent people not related handling the money. So I asked somebody to give me an estimate for his job. They gave me, I cut it in half, gave him the price 50%, and I give it to him, and he said, what? That's all you're going to do for me? What? This? I said, sir, have a great life. I never intended to work, but you just proved to me. There is never enough in the race to the bottom. Never enough. So I figure out whoever wants our product, I will do my best. I will put my heart and soul into it. But it costs what it costs. And the only alternative is a gift. Mm -hmm. And since I cannot gift you because people now getting paid, you know what they're getting paid. Right, right. So that's it. So my lesson is that do the best you can and don't worry about some people who don't understand the value of good stuff. That's really good. I just want to add with it's very easy to make crap, very easy. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to make something good. Mm-hmm. And we're in business for 25 years because we make the best something really good. Yes, you have to pay money because everything we use costs money, but you get something really good for the money. That's great. Well, I'm interested now. Anytime. Yeah, totally interested Anytime. Yeah, so I, I cannot tell you. I would love to work with you, but I don't have termites. <laughs> I would have to find some and import them. Well, some people don't know they have termites because yeah, they're inside true. your wood up to five years before they show their head. So, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, and there's dry woods and subs, and subs are in the ground and they can come up. But there's also the dry woods, which is what eats your wood on your house. So there's multiple different types of termites and with the cola – we we have different methods, so we can take care of things differently than anybody else out there. So it's really I'm good. Sure, though. if you're on the radio, you already proved that. Yeah, well, I think so. I hope so. We've been around a long time. So how long? Forty years. Oh wow! Yeah, I have to grow up to be in business <laughs> that long. I'm only twenty five, so I'm a youngster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I a- feel forty, so I don't know how that happened, but you know, it did. So what can I say? Anyway, so what other questions can I ask you? We only have like probably two minutes left. So what would be the most important thing for my listeners to know about you in two minutes? I will tell you that our business is slightly different from most businesses because we put money in the third position. I think that's because I'm used to answer the question, what's different? Why? Because we first... First, we think about the greatest product that we can create. Second, we work and think about the greatest experience and and good care about people. I honestly, personally, if I meet somebody, I remember them for the rest of my life. And yesterday was the greatest example. A lady came in and said, Aaron, I need like few parts. I My husband was trying to fix himself and he broke it. I said, no problem. He said, and she said, we're very happy. I just wanted you to know we're very happy. We got it like 15 years ago. It's really great, and we're happy. But I also listened to your radio show. I said, really? She said, yes. And my friends, all my friends listen, and they tell me there is a guy on the radio who speaks with an accent like yours. 
<laughs> so, so I want you to know that it's not only the great windows that you make, but we also listen to what you have to say and what kind of person you are. And I think that helps. And yeah. I think that really, truly helps because you cannot be all about windows. Right. As I'm sure you cannot be all about termites. Right. We have so much more to offer. And I think that our personal qualities as a human beings reflects in the way we conduct business. At amen least, to that. Yes, amen. And I believe it with all my heart. Right. So, we are who we are in private, you know, when no one's looking. You know, that's, that's who we really are. That's, that's who true. who you are when no one's looking. But you yeah. know that the business, the company that you founded and you lead reflects the character of the owner. I always thought that if you're only about, like, getting quick buck, then you don't put anybody's name. You know, to be in business in California under the same name, in the same place, for more than 25 years, it speaks value. Yes, it does. So we're at the end of the show, and I wish it wasn't ending right now, Ron. Uh, Aaron, but Aaron, um, what I'm going to just say to the listeners is California Deluxe Windows, Mr. Liquid Wood has a radio show Saturday, 6 o'clock, you Saturday, said? 6 p.m. on KRLA, 870, okay. the answer. And if you want to find us, just go on www.cdwindows and you will find our website and telephones and everything else. I think that if you're thinking about windows, and I'm not here to pitch the windows, but if you are thinking about windows, you should check us out and then decide. Make the decision based on the information. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're past our time, so I'm so we're, sad, but we're done. <laughs> wow, that was so quick. Yeah. It was great yes, to see you. Thank you. Until next week, be a blessing to someone each and every day. Go to SueFreeSpeltLikeFriesWhenWord.com. And I am so thankful for you. Connect with me, please. Bye for now. It's a time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way. And their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.